We don't teach. We never do teach. We, we only ever tell a story. And so uh, I'm happy to be here to tell a story um, for the healing. And for the, yeah, for the healing of the, the mind, the body, and the soul. Yes, this is what we're doing. Um, and, you know, we, we enjoy the, uh, the understandings of our brothers from the Uru, the Mayans, the Mahya, we would say, the Mahya. We enjoy the brothers from the Mahya, the, the brothers, the sisters, the ancestors, the cousins of the Mahya, uh, and as well as the brothers uh, from the calendar of the Kehbe, the calendar of the Keme. And so uh, these understandings that uh, the brother had spoken to with, uh, in terms of my birth and my, my time of enter, we call it, uh, we call it the enter and uh, the return in the enter cycle. Uh, not, uh, not necessarily, necessarily death, although we like to celebrate death. Uh, many times, as you know, we've been celebrating death. Um, but as I move through the understanding of the return and enter, I also celebrate the enter. And uh, equally so, if not more than, uh, more than the return. <laughs> so, you know, when, when the brother was talking about the, um, speaking to the ancestors uh, on the other side, uh, specifically speaking to the, uh, um, uh, the birth, the death, the birth, or the, the, the death and the, and the rebirth, Yes, as we understand, we are ancestors here in the now, the sacred now. We brought everything with us. And uh, we're sort of at a time now, if I can speak to this understanding, that we are in the land of Udu. Yes, we are in the land of Udu currently in this uh, forward memory that we are in the sacred right now. The land of Udu referring to the time of the enter and the return. So we, we, uh, uh, we are mostly now moving towards serving the child who enters the seven generations you speak of um, and so the prophecies uh, that have guided the many many Udu, meaning the people of the enter of which uh, of which we are we claim we lay claim to we lay claim to the to the enter as we are, are assisting those the children who enter yes via via water protector or via uh, you know via the ceremonies so on and so forth and so it's when he when brother spoke to the the water on the Mahya side then uh, yeah absolutely absolutely uh, the deeper detail of that would be that uh, yes I am a water protector I'm a veteran, ancient water protector. And we are, uh, we recently just came out of the water year, with the year of the seven and the year of the nine. Uh, well, the year of the nine, but certainly the protocol was water. Uh, for the year of the nine, the protocol was water. So we just came through that, and now we are in the year of the one. Uh, and so water protecting is a, was a big theme. But for for the year of, of the of the nine, and so for mm, this past couple of years, I've been training and teaching the water protectors protocols known as the white cutter, the white cutter. Now the white cutter, white cutter or white cara, in your accent, or perhaps white cara. <laughs> 
Oikara uh, simply means um, those two conspire, the ones, those who conspire in behind the scenes to conspire to uh, for reasons of of uh, for reasons of security and safety and protection to those who are entered. And that the water, the water is not merely, it's not merely water. Uh, the deeper detail is that it's land, water, sky. And that, uh, and that when the child enters, enters into the stone ancestor, from the light being through the, the water of the womb into uh, the two feet of the stone ancestor, in other words, into matter. So the light being enters into the matter known as enter. What entered? Well, obviously the light entered. Angels, if you like. And so the work and understanding that as a waikata is to understand that we are able to affect and and uh, work with land, water, sky on a very high vibrational level, which is what uh, which is what we've been doing, and many many in different in different ways. Uh, currently, since the since the I would say since uh, February last year, uh, February last year, uh, February last year, and and all the way through now, those are carrying through their their tools and their understanding of what it is to protect water. In other words, what is it to protect the child? And so, as we we understand further detail into what Brother had spoken from the Maya. Uh, <clears throat> the Matariki of the Maya, yes, the Mayan star calendar. Uh, we uh, we go even further and deeper into the details of our protocols, not necessarily ceremony. And so, um, the work that I'm doing currently in the year one is to train individuals who are already practitioners and and wise ancestors uh, to offer them that extra inch, that extra inch, that one little bit of extra information on the ground to bring boots on the ground to serve the child that enters. Be they, matters not what tribe they're from, matters not what what skin they wear, what colored skin. We are not with the, the color of skin and we are with the purging of tribes and nations and flags. We are with service to the child. And you'll find that most uh, tuhonga like myself, shaman, if you'd like to say, you'd like to use the word shaman, uh, we are, we are what, we, what you would say, um, we, we are we are non-discriminant. You know, a a very wise shaman does not see the color of skin. They only see uh, DNA designation. They only see uh, DNA memory and also spirit. And we work in these understandings um, very uh, with conviction. Yes. And so this has been the uh, the wonderful uh, work in the last couple of years as I've reactivated into uh, planet work mm -hmm. to work with uh, and work and share and tell the story with. Uh, the ancient ancestors that are, that are that are here in the sacred now to to serve <clears throat> you know we we say I, I say these words uh, quite often you know i I stand in my power for the mother 
in the light of Father to serve the child that enters. This is the eternal memory, also known as the way. And the long breath. We are grateful for the breath, you see. Modi ora, grateful for the breath. And, uh, and we find that way, uh, that I find that for myself, I'm able to stand beyond flags and beyond nations and even beyond the tribe, deeper than the imprint to the blueprint. And so to be, uh, to be with the blueprint, you must have purged and you must let go and you must uh, be uh, non-discriminate. And that's how I think what Brother was speaking to in terms of myself and uh, um, the Matia, the many calendars cannot, you know, offer the deeper details like this. So it's, uh, it's I'm thankful and grateful for you having me here on the show to speak to these understanding. I know that some of the uh, different Native peoples here in recent years have stated they've seen they're monitoring and watching the changes that are occurring both in the animals but also in the in the position of um, the sun and in some of the places how the how the winds are blowing um, have you guys any insight or additional information on that sure sure uh, I would just tell you that I did that I would just tell you that I was the one responsible for some of that. <laughs> oh, you are, huh? <laughs> There's yes, I am. Aren't too happy about their snowdrifts. <laughs> Which way they're no, pointing? No. What, I, what I mean by that is what I mean by that is uh, um, um, if you understand, I know you you call you say I'm you know I'm from New Zealand, and I know you say. Uh, that I am Māori, and I know that I say I'm Māori. I know that the Māori say I'm Māori. But I have you understand that Māori simply means children of heaven. I am from the race of the children of heaven, and that therefore, so are you. And so are the Innu. And so are the Mohawks, so are the Navajo, so are the Lakota of the first root races. And the work that we do as tuhunga and masters of the land, water, sky. Remember, I said land, water, sky. And also remember that we are not just entirely with ceremony. Uh, and this, that the changes that are happening now that you're seeing are not necessarily through ceremony. They are through very powerful, precise protocols. And, um, you know, the, for instance, you know, people that I'm working with are not Māori. People that I'm working with are the Apache medicine men the Navajo, the Lakota, that I've worked with for over three decades. I know that, uh, and you know, we've done a lot of work, each one, each one of us individually, some gone now, some are still here. That includes the Inuit, the Inuit grandfathers that came to New Zealand in 1980-84. And came to the Wisdom School in New Zealand in 1986, a year before the convergence, to witness the raising of the mother. Many of that was to to learn the different, to learn the quantum modalities. If you're familiar with conscious physics, mm -hmm. you're familiar with conscious physics, yes, then you should be, you should understand that quantum modalities can be applied. 
And what are those quantum modalities you're asking? What is he talking about? Well, I can say quantum modalities, but I would normally say to you in my, in my story, the magical, mysterious school of superintelligent understandings. We know how to make rain. We know how to move the sky, the, the, the wind. The wind is my grandfather. I know how to talk to my grandfather. Trust me. It's a very serious time for us all. And people like me and, and yourself who are reading the energies and understanding the shifting of the, uh, the removal of the ley lines and the removal of the grids is happening right now to be replaced by the apex and the doors. Three doors and one apex. That's happening right now. Actually began happening in February last year. And so, you know, people like myself who are of many tribes, many nations, who are my brothers and sisters, whom I've worked with, very closely, on a very secret level, very quiet, like I said, conspiring. We are white cutter, so we, we conspire behind the scenes. You will not hear about it until now. And I'm speaking to it now, so, you know, I'm grateful for this moment to speak to you about it. Um, but I'm very serious about it, too. For this past couple of years, I've been teaching these protocols to, to um, wonderful practitioners to come forward to stand in our power for the child, uh, uh, you know, calibrating uh, the planet. And planet work is certainly what we're doing. This planet, you know, this planet can move oil. It matters not to the planet whether oil is in the ground or on the ground. It only matters to those who want to drink water. And so, you know, uh, there is always going to be some resistance uh, to pipelines and pollution and all these things. Remember that in the past, this planet has always been able to clean itself of pollution, always. It's, it's supposed to. One, one of the most difficult, difficult um, efforts it's, it's uh, not able to do is to remove the vibration. Uh, recalibrate the vibration. The vibration meaning uh, if you you do believe you're a being of light, yes? I would hope you say yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. You are a light being, right? Yeah. Uh, pretty and much so, everybody. Yes. Now, if and you're a light creation. being... <laughs> If you are a light being and you are here in the sacred now with the special breath, you are with special breath, yes? I would hope so. And I would hope that your intent that comes out of your mouth with the special breath uh, is of intentions that are of the highest order, yes? Yep. And this is what we talk about when we're talking about land, water, sky. Uh, the connection into the cosmos, when you are suspended in the air, the breath connects you to the cosmic and to the planet. When you're standing on the planet in your bare feet, you're connected into the grounding. This understanding is that you are connected and that you can speak. And all you need to do is merely speak. But what do you speak? How do you speak it? There is a sequence. Give me the keys to your car. I will take the keys. I will put it in the ignition. I will turn the car on and I will drive it down to the destination where I want to go. That's a protocol. That is uh, either forward, like you say, <laughs> the Maya, or backward, forward or re reverse, in a linear understanding. But I'm not with the linearial understanding. I'm with the multi-dimensional understanding. I am with quantum modalities, and so are most shaman and most medicine men and women, as you may know. <laughs> 
and uh, and we work on on the levels of the primaries, the primaries, land or to sky. The primaries, the primaries that primaries are there before the elements are there. Without the primaries, there is no fire. Fire does not exist on its own without the primaries, land, water, sky. Yes? That's a very simple understanding that, um, you know, when you're working with the primaries as we do, as we have for thousands, actually millions, millions of years, that we work with the primaries of land, water, sky, we are able to affect the elements. On, on multiple dimensions. And, and you know, as you're talking to the understanding understanding of my enter and my return here in the sacred now, my birth date, uh, which was my anniversary was yesterday, uh, or the other day on the third, excuse me, two days ago now. Uh, you know, I, w- I would be in my 50s, I mean, I'm 53 now. But yeah, but I don't live in the length of my days. I live in the length of my lives, and so with mission, yes, yeah, you know, we we spoke to this in that, that reading of the Mahya, and so, uh, yeah, we've, we've been doing protocols on very important light codes for the past 35 years for myself, almost 40 years, well, I could say since I was eight years old. And then I became master through my my ancestors who were in the sacred now, who have recently returned. And so, uh, coming forward here to the turtle, the Honumotu, and here now from Aotearoa, from New Zealand, on the canoe to Te Waka o Maui, the canoe of Maui, and the special fish of Maui, which is the North Island of New Zealand and the South Island of New Zealand. New Zealand is a canoe, it is not a continent. And this is the Turtle Island, the Honumotu. This is a turtle, not a continent. And uh, we work within the blueprint essences of the creatures, which for for the past couple of years as I've been, well, the past 30 years has been working with the essence blueprint declaration of the turtle. What is the blueprint, blueprint declaration of the turtle? Well, that is an, an understanding in the essence of the turtle if you know turtle medicine, it goes beyond the tribes, beyond the imprints to the blueprint. And so as we work with the turtle, we're working with the mountains and the in the forests. My name my name is Deng Nahuka, yes. But my medicine man name or my Tohunga name is Ngahire Kaikoirote Urungi, which means forest speaker, the navigator. And I am from the navigator lineage in this sacred now that I have been from the navigator lineage on my enter and return many, many times. And so for the past uh, couple of years, uh, many have been switching over to the planet work and I've been working with them to deliver the protocols to affect change, water, land, water, sky. And we deliver those on very powerful protocols, on very, uh, very powerful light codes. And, uh, and they are a variety of, so far, these seven protocols that are very effective to use, should you like to use them, should you like to learn them. And like I said, it's like taking the keys, putting them in ignition and go. And that's what protocol is. And we can stand together in that understanding as well. There's unity in that, of course. There's unity in cleansing and healing. 
as we stand in our power for the mother and the light of father and to, to serve the child uh, who enters to bring that human experience to the cosmic work. We bring that, we bring that human experience and a human understanding into, into our hands to, to, to remind you all and to remind everyone that we are like magic, we are light, we are, we are uh, light beings. And that we only need to speak, but what do we speak? How do we speak? When do we speak? What do we speak? And so we return to the one language, the language known as Udu, the language that many of the Native American languages came from, a language that the Māori language came from, many languages known as the one language called the language of enter. And so uh, many of these ancient understandings of the superintelligence is being brought forward now, and that's why you're seeing so much changes. Uh, well, it's confirming these changes. You do know that, that Mount Shasta was asleep since since May last year and just woke up this January. You do know that, yes? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff waking up. <laughs> well, we, yeah. put, we put Mount Shasta to sleep on April 30th last year. Mm-hmm. I was I was in, instrumental in putting Shasta to sleep with two other very powerful uh, Tohungas who have, who are not of my lineage at this time, but are like beings, the very powerful portal workers. We put Shasta to sleep because of the infections. We put Shasta to sleep because the infections were being detrimental to many that were going on Shasta. Mm-hmm. So much mental uh, mental disorders. Shasta had to go to sleep, so we put it to sleep, and then we reawoke, reawoke this January, this one one one. This is the kind of things we do. This is what it is to be a water protector, uh, you know, white cutter, and those you know those that are working with me again, like I said, uh, many Moho, Lakota, Hopi, Tuma, uh, Apache, you know, many, many nations and. We're all coming forward. So I have this uh, uh, this understanding that, you know, um, through these workshops and teachings and telling of the story, um, you know, I can only tell you a story. You're already a master. Yeah, you're already a master. I can only tell you a story. I can't teach you anything because you're already a master, but I can tell you a story. And so that, <laughs> that understanding you picked up momentum um, for the past two years after I finished doing the water blessing for the Mississippi on the on the day out of time. Yeah, that was me on location. The day out of time in 2.15, July 25th was the day out of time on the Mahya calendar, the one that you speak of. And so since then, uh, there was a lot of stories being told when I completed that, and a lot of ancient, very ancient, uh, understandings being brought forward. See, I, I, when I say ancient, I'm not talking about 100,000 years or even a million. When I say ancient, I'm talking about 500 million years. Let that sink in, 500 million. I'll say it again. Let it really sink in, 500 million. That's where I come from uh, in terms of the ancient understandings of the superintelligent, uh, the superintelligent. Why do I speak to the five? How can I prove that? I don't need to prove that to anyone, but I can show you that New Zealand, right? New Zealand, uh, the canoe of Maui, 
right? It, it's not from the location it's at currently, right? Even New Zealand went somewhere, it went down there. We all went from the east to the west. Even New Zealand itself, even the canoe went southwest when, when before it was above the equator. That was 500 million years ago when it was above the, the equator, when Hawaii was one mountain with, with a valley with two peaks, one mountain with two peaks. That was 500 million years ago. So when anybody talks about um, Atlantis and Lemuria, do you really know what you're talking about? Because you should understand that it's 500 million years plus. And people say to me, oh, you know, Atlantis, Lemuria, 100,000 years ago, still don't know what you're talking about. It, you, it may be in your dream, and some may have the memory of the dream like you were talking about in the, Ma, in the Maya calendar, people having the forward in the, in the back memory. Well, I call it forward memory, not time. There's no such thing as time off the planet. It's forward memory. And, uh, and in that forward memory, some may have the, the memory of it. But on the ground, uh, on the ground, physically, it's a 500 million year journey. Now that's ancient. And that's proven by the geologists that New Zealand has only been in that area, uh, well, it's been in that area uh, for 500 million years. And we've been working with the, 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 the mountains and the forests and the animals connected to the, the Matariki that you call Pleiades, we call Matariki. And we have been working with Matariki all this time. We always have, and of course, we're all light beings, yes. We should be able to. And so um, the information coming through uh, is certainly blueprint that give or take, you know, a uh, hundred million years. Now we can begin again to start from the beginning is what we all talk about. We all talk about going back to the beginning. You can get much bit more beginning than that in terms of on the planet. And so these teachings are coming forward to the to the Torbung and the Shaman and the, and the many practitioners and the masters that are here, the ascended masters that have been entering um, to work with the ancient ancestor that's on their way in this, this coming uh, September. You know, we, we work with the understandings of the womb protocol. Are you familiar with the womb protocols? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, there's a simple saying that goes all the way home. Let's let's love and light all the way home. You've heard this, yes? Yeah. Well, you're already home. What are you talking about? <laughs> the, the cosmic womb and, you know, there's the etherical womb and the terrestrial womb. Yeah. It's a womb protocol known as the Corpodui. The Kopanui Tekawa means the protocols of the womb. And in this September coming this year, in the year one, the ancient ancestor is about to enter. We know that Sitting Bull is about to return into another child this year. Those from who were forcibly taken from us are about to enter. And I will, I will let you know that they're not that happy. They do not wish to return to wounded knee. Let's just say that. They do not wish to return to another wounded knee. They do not wish to return to another uh, uh, negative, stressful understanding, yes? Yeah. And that's why, you know, I say to you, 
uh, we stand in and we serve the child that enters. And, and then this year, the one year, uh, they re they are entering in this September. The conceptions were made, but they enter this September in the nine code. Everything is nine, yes? And so, uh, I mean, even on your body, take a look at your body. You've got nine holes in your body. You know that. <laughs> One would hope you did. <laughs> you have nine orifices, nine holes in your body that you use every day. Do you realize that? Go ahead and yep. count them. <laughs> a lot of that number comes up a lot. Uh, well, in the Waidua, the Waidua calendar that you are not familiar with, I am a nine, mm -hmm. known as the nine of nines. Also known as the nine of nines. I'm at the full rotation of the 52, if you'd like to use numbers. Uh, but I did enter in the seven. I am a spiritual leader. There's no mistaking that. <laughs> There's no mistaking that. And so in this sacred now, I'm here in Pittsburgh. I I, uh, I spend a lot of time in um, in uh, Nevada and Las Vegas to complete some very powerful protocols to affect Area 51. For 15 years I've worked there, both in the job but also doing my spiritual work and then uh, recalibrating the tools and I recently moved to Pittsburgh to uh, work with the Door of Fire. Now, um, I will bring this understanding, if I may, uh, Unless there's a question. Yeah, sure. Go ahead with your your understanding. Um, that for this past year, many have been. Um, I know um, their brother Rainbow Thunder. I, um, are you familiar with him? Um, was working many of the grid lines. The one did the medicine wheels and uh, had the one up in Wyoming and then several yeah, other places. Uh, Is that the one you're talking about? California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there were some interesting that interesting things he said about uh, you know the light energy on the ground, uh, spirits that are stuck in the dirt, stuck in the earth, so to speak. Um, and he's absolutely correct. Um, in our understanding, or in my understanding, and in my work and witnessing the work, because I do it, I do, I've done the work, is that um, there are the invisible ones on the on the plane, on this plane with us, right? Uh, call them ghosts, call them entities, energies. Some some that have been on this um, on this plane too long. And haven't been returned or haven't been, you know, appeased or haven't, for whatever reason. And then you have the, the ancestors and the ones who are, who are invisible, the invisible ones that are on, on the, other, the other dimension, totally on the other dimension that, that we, we do get guidance from. So, so these two things are happening. There are the invisible ones on the plane that are, that are doing the whispering. Much of them have been, many of it has been twisted and become dark. Twisted shadow uh, from the time being here uh, in this plane, and then you have the uh, the um, the uh, correct guidance coming from 
um, the invisible ones uh, uh, who are in the cosmic womb. And so when we talk about the grids and the ley lines, uh, ley line work that work that's been done, um, the invisible ones in this plane have been infecting those lines and infecting those grids. Not just human, also creatures, you know, creatures that have, uh, you know, go hunting uh, uh, without asking for something and then you'll find out that, you know, you're crossing the line. Go hunting without asking for the food, like the creature, the deer, the bear, so on and so forth. Go hunting without asking, and you'll you'll understand that that what's happened is uh, the spirit of that beast and that being is in is in the uh, in the dirt in the soil, uh, but in the invisible. So the work now is to cleanse and remove the land, water, sky. Meaning we're now cleansing and removing the grid lines, totally removing them. They're superficial anyway because they're only imprints. Yes, they're only imprints. They don't go to the core. And so um, the understanding with removing the grids and ley lines and um, what well, what do we work with, perhaps is your question or, or, or your thought, what do we work with if the grids and ley lines are gone? Well, we work with the apex, white star apex mountain and the white star doors. Three doors, one mountain. Three doors, one portal. And that is what is replacing. It's actually not replacing. It's been here, always been here. Just been uh, clouded and forgotten, in other words, forgotten. The memory on that one has been rather, uh, you know, been turned, made to look away, stressed out. You do know that in the Black Forest, the Feldberg Mountain in there is known as Adnoba. It's a white star mountain inside the Black Forest. Funny that they would say Black Forest so they you wouldn't go there. Well, back in the 500 million year journey, we we always spoke to the mountain. Yes, remember? But a specific mountain, not just, not all mountains, it's a specific mountain. And so those, uh, that configuration is the tetrahedron configuration and is being returned. Uh, but it's not a grid. It is the, the core energy uh, for white star energy, for the uh, for, for the understanding that you know, we are white light beings, we are light beings, and the white star energy is that of of uh, pure source that is not uh, turned or or uh, you know shadow. Uh, and so each creature, like the turtle, has an apex mountain and three doors: the door of fire, the angel's door and the door of the child and the apex mountain. They are active right now. They, they were activated, uh, totally fully activated at the beginning of the 111. Uh, but I had been working on them for the past year before that during the teachings, as all my teachings were, were hosted at the doors and at the apex. So I did the teachings. So the door, for example, the door of the child, yeah, is in a location at Hummingbird Ranch in Mora, New Mexico, in the Sangre de Cristo Mountains. The 24 masters that were there included the Apache Medicine Man Beerport. I'll drop these names because they were there and they were part of the workshop learning these understandings. Jim Greywolf Petruzzi, 
known as Grey Wolf, Wolf known, I gave him the name Wuduhi, Wuduhi to Pofidinaki, which means Grey Wolf the Pillar. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Makasha, Makasha Rosk, you may know who he is. Um, so they were so they were there learning these understandings and we activated the door of the child and they witnessed that. That's the Sangreo de Cristo Mountains, the, the mountains of this, uh, the blood of the soul of Christ. You're familiar with that, yes? I didn't catch that last part. Sangreo de Cristo Mountain Range in uh, Santa Fe? Yeah, vaguely. I haven't. I been a while since I've been in that area. <clears throat> you know, it's got that wonderful, wonderful subtitle, uh, The Land of Enchantment. <laughs> Yeah. That's the door of the child that's located there, the energy door. It's connected. Its connections are to the core and connected to the apex. And so and so I went from the uh from the teachings of the workshop there over to um the next teachings was in Maui in Hawaii. And in Maui and in Hawaii, which is one of my homelands from the five hundred million year journey. When it was the one mountain, there was a valley known as Iao Valley. It's known as the Valley of the World. It's a very popular valley. You see it on a lot of the promotions. And right in Iao Valley is the uh, the angel's door. Maui was an angel. In fact, Maui is my brother. That's why I know he's an angel. And so uh, Maui being uh, the door, the western door, if you like, but I call it the door, the angel's door. And then the next teachings was completed in at the door of fire, which is in Pittsburgh at the point where the three rivers converge. Many like to call this area the Golden Triangle, but that's not that's only part of it. It's one part of the triangle. <clears throat> and the door of fire exists here, confirmed by the workshop that I did here, confirmed by all the photos and video taken and revealed the door as it revealed itself uh, in the form of a vibration on the water in a perfect circle. I have video. And the working with that and this, the spirit return tree which exists here in Pittsburgh, which is just above the door of fire on a, what they call the West End, West End lookout or overlook, which exists the spirit return tree. The cycle of the enter and return is here. And then the Apex Mountain, the White Star Mountain, which exists at the Donna Peak at Donna Lake in the Sierra Nevada. And that was activated on the one 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 by myself and my compass, uh, Eve. Eve Estelle Sophie, who was from Switzerland. We just spent three three days on the road. And that was our final act of activating the Apex Mountain before we returned here from we went to Standing Rock. Then we went just to the to the Apex Mountain. <clears throat> then we returned back here to Pittsburgh. Just well, actually, we just arrived back here in Pittsburgh from the thirty-three day um, teachings and, and what have you. So those those three doors in the Apex Mountains are here now, and we are offering the opportunity for people to go to speak to at those places to speak into the upper door, what we call. Kuwaiung and Kuwaiaro, which means the upper jaw and the lower jaw. You see, 
much of the languages of the Native Americas, uh, we speak the same language. There is difference in tempo and rhythm and timing, and there is no need for some letters. Some of the letters can disappear. But basically, when we go to the blueprint language of those languages, we speak a language which is known as the Uru, which means the language of the enter. What entered? Who entered? Uru. Uru. What is Uru? Angel entered. Uru. Angel. The people of the Uru. Yeah? The people of the Nyawe. Uru. The people of the Yate. Uru. The people of the Aho. Uru. The people of the Loloma. Uru. The Hopi. The people of the G'day, mate. How are you? The Australians. The people of the How's your mum? The Brits. Uru. We are all people of the one. The language of the Uru, the one language, the language of the inter. What entered? So we are moving to that understanding now. This is beyond Mahya, beyond calendars, beyond the Kemet, beyond the Kemet calendar, which is a very old calendar, the African calendar. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. But uh, it's as we go deeper, that the real neat thing is when you go deeper, you go higher. And when you go higher, you speak higher. And when you speak higher, you actually go, <laughs> uh, you actually go to the truth. Remember, on every continent, on every creature, that we went from the east to the west, we all did. Every one of us, to this day, now you can see them still coming from the, from the east and coming to the west. For the same reasons your ancestors came from the east and went west. For reasons of stress, what else? For reasons of natural disaster, what else? Everyone went from the east to the west. Well, now, now some of us are returning and going from the west to the east and for a specific reason. And that is to rejoin and reunite with our brothers and sisters because now we remember. Now we remember. Now we are with the forward memory known as the Waidu Atapu, the sacred eternal memory, which does not hold in time, it holds in memory, forward memory. But because we are in the sacred breath right now and we are in the sacred now, the forward memory has, can come in the dream time. Uh, there is no tomorrow. There is always tomorrow. There is no tomorrow, but there is always tomorrow. The sun uh, does not rise and fall. The planet turns to meet the sun. There is always tomorrow. We are guaranteed tomorrow. Whoever said that we're not guaranteed tomorrow doesn't know what they're talking about. Or must work for some marketing company somewhere. <laughs> we are guaranteed tomorrow. And so we are, we are, when we are in the quiet time and we, in the body, the body travels and the DNA travels to the, because the DNA holds the memory of the forward memory of all. It's a recording machine. So if you decide to live in the length of your, length of your lives instead of the length of your days, perhaps that'll accelerate your forward memory, which you may have thought was a deja vu. Perhaps there were moments. But uh, if you are giving service, and what do you stand for? What is your convictions? What is your commitment? At this time right now, in the sacred breath right now, what do you stand for? 
while they we will release the flags and release the tribes and release the nations and return to the blueprint that which we are and we can do this and that's what's actually coming it's coming here and no matter how much you protest for the water for the water no matter who protests for the water no matter how much protesting is done on both sides be it corporate or otherwise or tribal or or whatever the transmutation is taking effect right now has been the change is here there's no choice in the matter because the planet also the turtle requires it the turtle if you're listening the turtle will tell you what it wants to do it is the main law of, of this continent which is the turtle know your turtle medicine and then that the, the, the brothers and sisters on on the turtle they know this but there are many that do not want to listen to it want to continue with their communities in the way that they've been forced to shove down their throats yes oh yeah it is true yeah it is awful. a lot of people in that position absolutely absolutely you know <clears throat> I've done a lot of healing and cleansing work physically and spiritually on many of the native communities in many of the longhouses and many of the lodges over these past three and a half decades, physically done that work. And, I, and I've seen men, so much of it, and I've, you know, hey, I've, I've partied with the best of them, man. <laughs> and hey, they partied with the, with the best of them, too. <laughs> we did a lot of things together. We got to know each other. And it wasn't all about this, you know, and ceremony. It was about getting to know each other. What's the truth? What's the truth here? And so I listen to the turtle. What does the turtle say? And so do, so do the many who, who are with these understandings now coming to this, to this knowing <clears throat> that, uh, that we, uh, we need to purge and let go. Oh, yeah. Number one at the top of the list, let go. Still the hardest thing to do. Who, who wrote that song? It was a song written. Was it Carly Simon or somebody? Tony Mitchell? I mean, anyway, there's a song. Letting go is the hardest thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, these young ones today, the millennium, the millennials, and then the generations after them that are coming, they know. They're not, they're not, they're not with it. They're not with that. They're not with those old energies. They don't want to be there with it. I don't blame them. They don't want to be on the reservation. They don't want to be, they don't want things shoved down their throat because they have a better formula. Why? Because they are the ancient ancestor here now and they're young. They're coming in younger. What they bring with them is, 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 is the, the knowledge and the ancient understandings into the young body, into the, the feet. And they're getting the understanding by the time they're age 14. 13 we've been witnessing this and so it's like um, oh that sounds good you must be stirring some kind of uh, some kind of juice there sounds good <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately I, I don't have the skill to teleport some of it to you <laughs> <laughs> no worries um, and so, you know, the young ones today, they're, they're, 
there are ways ahead of uh, where we were at their age, obviously, and their minds are moving this direction too. So you've got the young ones now that are three months old, three or four months old. I've met children that are three months old and, and speaking and singing the song with me. I met a young girl named Aurora. 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 Yeah. The, the origin of the word love, Aroha, Aroha. Arora, from the bird that speaks the Arora. This is her name. And I sang a song, a very old song from the, from the, the Lakota, the Lakota shaman, um, Little Blackbeard. I sang one of his songs to her and she sang it back to me. And she's three months old. She's maybe a year old now. She was only a few months old when I met her last year. So I know that they're here, you know, coming when she becomes seven years old, she's already going to be an ancient ancestor. But where will you be? Where will I be? Where will the rest of us be? Heck, where will the millennials be? She'll be advancing far ahead of them uh, in terms of her um, wisdom and, and knowledge and knowings. And she's awake, wide awake, you know. The children are coming in wide awake. That's why I say to you, we are water protectors. We serve the child that enters. And, and that's, that's, you know, that's, that's it on the ground, let alone talking about it in the sky or in the cosmos. That's it on the ground. And so um, with the teachings and the protocols and the knowing of the ancients, uh, blueprints is to be able to facilitate that on the ground, work with it, you know, move the, move the wind for just a moment so we can have sunshine. When I, when I went to Standing Rock, when... And myself and Eve Boylan, we went to Standing Rock to deliver a transmutation protocol, three protocols, land, water, sky protocols. It wasn't to, to, to assist the political success of, of uh, what was happening there. It was to transmute land, water, sky. So when we went there, we did the land protocol, the water protocol, and the final protocol was the sky protocol where we used three, three feathers. And, and um, as we were leaving, uh, good friends of mine who run the Red Lightning Camp there, uh, wonderful people, Leroy West and uh, uh, Laura Tusitele and, uh, uh, and also Unity Grace, Joshua, Joshua Tree. When on the way out, Unity asked me, so I said to her, I just finished the Sky Protocol, we're leaving now. Uh, and Unity said to me, so, no, no uh, storm? And I said, no storm. You'll have seven days of sunshine. I left when they had more than seven days of sunshine. No storm. That was the second time people were saying it's going to storm. Everyone said, oh, a storm's coming. And I said, no storm. We just completed the protocols. And sure enough, no storm for seven days. I brought the South Pacific sun with me. I said, does, does the island sun is there. Relax. Have a good time. You deserve it. <laughs> and so, land, water, sky, yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Not just on the turtle, the honomotu. You know, we also work with the butterfly, kahukumotu. They came to New Zealand in 1986 to the School of Wisdom. Titus, Titus came there. Um, came with some other elders to the table of the 13. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. 
1986, um, and the table of the 13 was created by my master, the great Māori prophet, Arakahana of Philippi, uh, an advisor and teacher to the Dalai Lama now, advisor and teacher to Mandela. My master since passed in 2008 at the age of 99, and um, many of them would come there. But this one particularly year in 86 was known as the Raising of the Mother. And it was a year before the convergence, and so the Hopi came, the Navajo, uh, the, the Haudenosaunee, Mohawks, and uh, many of the 13, and the Mystique Rose, the Italians came. The Italian families go there every year. They rotate the Italian families at our School of Wisdom in New Zealand. Well, at least they used to. Um, I don't know how many families now, but so many would come. But that particular year was uh, also included a briefing of the prophecies of of many prophecies of the 13, prophecies of the 13. And uh, of course, as you know, many prophecies. So the raising of the mother at that time was um, um, what was known as uh, uh, the feminine energies being brought forward, but, but being brought forward into the physical, more physical form. In other words, from uh, the, it was once spoken as uh, she was once spoken as the missing link, and we used to say the missing link. And then, and then 1986, as we we had the table of the 13, um, she received the name as Tingiro Teal, and so from being the missing link, she became the needle, the, the needle that threads, the needle that threads. Tingiro Teal means the, the needle that threads the many colors of the world. And uh, the table of the 13 was there to witness that raising that year. Uh, it was in the form of a, a very uh, of a 22-foot fully carved uh, statue of the talking wood, the same wood we use for our canoes, the very large, uh, very large ocean canoes. And so, uh, as she was raised, um, was that that was the year that I received my mastership as a tohunga, 1986. And then at that same time, there was also there was also another celebration known as the. Uh, well, we call it the East meets West, it was the shaking of the two, the shaking of the hands or the greeting of the hands of the two mountains, the mountain from the East and then the West. And then um, a year after that was the convergence. And then at that time, even like in 1985, uh, referring to the Schumann and the EEM signatures that were, that were uh, um, spiraling, we would say, um, and that was that was a point in 1985 when that was increasing. Um, you know, we have uh, our words for it. We don't um, necessarily say Schumann, the German words. We didn't usually speak the German words in terms of science, but we spoke our words of it in our understandings. And so, through the understanding of the forward memory, um, we begin to see within our prophecies all of these things starting to happen within our prophecies, within our prophecies. And um, and it's it's no you know secret now that we're at at the levels that we're at now, be it EM, be it uh, um, be it a, a VH, a VH, the VH, the EM, the VH of the EM, as you understand, the green uh, the green uh, EM, if you understand the green EM, um, certainly increasing and feeling it so that when the words you're speaking now. The words you speak into the higher intentions when you're working with protocols, physical catalysts included, um, 
they have increased. The energy is increasing. Uh, to, to a level that we're actually, as light beings, we are actually used to it. We will actually get used to it pretty quickly. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> they have no choice. <laughs> but if we realize the understanding that we are light beings, we can actually uh, take this into our DNA. And that's what's also assisting the transformation of ourselves and our memory, you know. It's affecting it uh, in a good way. And so, um, you know, uh, speaking to these uh, these times now in, in the protocols and the teachings, we go out now with the white cutter, white cutter, the white cutter uh, water protectors. We go out to cleanse and heal the sacred, unsacred sites. That's the key, sacred, unsacred sites. That's, uh, we're talking about preparing for the, for the 2020, for whatever reason, first contact coming in 2020 or whatever reason, we certainly need to cleanse these areas so that um, the child that enters that stands on those locations and their two feet are not infected by the whispering of the invisible on this plane. And um, and so we are working rapidly to, to go around the world to do these things. In fact, we have one of the events is the AAA, the Ancient Ancestors Assembly at the Black Forest. If I could speak to that for a moment. Um, which is a very important understanding. Yes, we go to stand to speak at the White Star Mountain, but it is also um, a, a, a light code that offers the white cutter uh, uh, um, protocol to go and complete before the ancient ancestors arrive inside the Black Forest. We're going to a place known as the Witches Valley, Hexenthal in Freiburg, the border of Switzerland and Germany. And, and that is one of that one time that's going to happen of many actions that we have been doing up to that time and what we'll be doing after that time and my, my work currently to get from from this light code now to the black forest is to to teach the white cutter teach the water protectors protocols which are spiritual and physical they utilize physical physical catalysts the zero stone when you said the word zero, um, brother, on the Maya, uh, the, uh, the zero, yes, I work with zero energy. Zero point energy is what I work with, known as the pillar of the earth, also known as the pillar of the earth. In my language, is known as the Po-Na-Mu, Po-Na-Mu, meaning the pillar of earth. It's, it's one of the hardest stones on the planet next to a diamond. And uh, it's an ancient stone, very powerful healing stone, but it has scalar energy. It works with scalar energy, and um, and so we work with the zero stone and the vessels, the mother's vessel, crystal form or glass, and then and then the words spoken in the sequence. And so um, I'm teaching online courses now through my website. In fact, just completed the fifth week of a six-week online course um, completed yesterday. But you know, um, it's really offering an understanding that we can go and do and cleanse and heal. And although we understand all these changes that are happening and these calibrations, I would say, we, uh, we understand the work that the planet engineers are doing. Um, were you, were you, did you see last year when the, when the comets came in, the green comets known as the whale's tail? Yes. Well, I, well two years before that, I had a... Um, had some guidance on that, and they told me that they were coming in. They told me what they were going to be doing. And then I, I thought, well, okay, cool, we've got some time. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking, hey, we've got time. 
And then bam, all of a sudden, two years later, it's here. And then they came into the atmosphere as they arced around the canoe. They arced around the canoe from the southern hemisphere around the Southern Cross. We came up, and all of a sudden, they were here. Um, at that same time, that very week, I was already teaching a class at, at Hummingbird Ranch. And, and um, I, when I do a class, I offer a gift of the zero stone. So when I, as part of your workshop, you get a zero stone. And I, you know, I said to everybody, look, the planet engineers are in the atmosphere. They are green. Uh, they are known as the whale's tail, tehiku, tehiku. Uh, tehiku means the whale's tail. What I want you to do is log in or link into your zero stone and then tell me and let us know what the message is. Cause, because the planet engineers, they know the stone. They know the stone. When the planet engineers came in, 30, 34 volcanoes erupted shortly after they left. Yes? Hey, it Dane. Yeah? We're going to get cut off here pretty quick. Probably ought to go ahead and sign off. Okay. We, we've, got a, we've got a link to your website right there uh, uh, on the page where people are listening. And uh, this interview will be archived for several years. Oh, great. So I'll just finish off with uh, that, 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 uh, the cleansing and the seal was being uh, worked on by the implanted engineers when they entered. Okay, well, sounds good. We're going to get cut off. We're going to get cut off here, so uh, we need yep. to run. Okay. So thanks a lot. Wish we had more All right, time. All right, brother. Take care. Bye-bye. Good night. <laughs>